um, before Grandpa shares, uh, anybody have to, I want to, um, well, Robin's not here, but um, I want to just share something that she um, wanted to glorify God. And um, she said that um, my heart just doesn't know, even know how, but I'm so grateful when I look at where I was a month ago. This is a testimony from someone who was from somewhere and now God took her to somewhere. She was in the dark, in the pit, in torment, in oppression and depression. And now God has brought her out into the light and she is now elevated. Her name is now Aliyah, not Robin. God has brought her from a low place to a high place. And she is testifying of the goodness of the Lord. And she cannot thank God enough what he has done, you know, through each and every one of us. Just she loves him so much. I don't have any enemy here anymore. Just God, angels, and peace. So this is her testimony, how God has delivered her. And this is why we love Jesus so much because, you know, from a place of torment, it's a place of depression, oppression. Of, um, there's a Bible place, it's called uh, Lodabar. It's a place of nowhere. It's a place that is, nobody wants to be there because it's so lonely. But now she's in a good place and uh, she's settled in. So this is the, 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 the update from um, Aliyah, our friend. Um, that, Amen. Yeah. And uh, praise the Lord. And this is um, why we love God, because he always gives us something new to thank him for. Nothing is, is ever the same, and we always have something fresh and, and, and good to say about him, because he's the same today as he was yesterday. I don't need to tell you stories from, you know, a year ago, 10 years ago. He's today. And this is fresh from, from uh, Aliyah. And, uh, and uh, I wanted to share with you. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Yeah, that, it, uh, you know, a month ago, it was uh, very, um, you know, I've, I've, you know, we, we come to know Ra uh, Aliyah or, or Robin, and it was a very bad situation for her and she was not in her right mind. Uh, but uh, you know, one day she'll, she'll get to say, tell her stories uh, for you guys to hear. But, um, but you know, praise the Lord, God is good and and uh, have taken her uh, to a much, much better place. And she's a, a different person today uh, than uh, four weeks ago. So praise the Lord for uh, turn around. There is a quick turnaround, amen. I can, Amen. I can hear you. Hallelujah. Well, Grandpa, um, we're going to turn the mic to you. So, um, share your heart. Amen. Um, today, I would like to share with you again what the topic is uh, spiritual blind. And we look at the Matthew 20 and verse uh, 29. And Jesus healed 
two blind men. He went out to Jericho, a great crowd followed him. And behold, there was a two blind men sitting by the roadside. And when they heard that Jesus was passing by, they cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. The crowd rebuked him, telling them to be silent, but they cried out all the more. Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. And stopping, he just called them and said, what do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, let our eye be open. And he touched the eye and immediately they recovered their sight and followed him. Amen. Amen. Okay, that is a story about the spiritual and they have, they have the and spiritual blind. For physical blind people was living in suffering because they cannot see anything. They can have to live in dark all their life. And they're missing all the opportunity, all the thing making uh, learn and progress and achieve in their lives. So they are suffering. But that suffering is not very long. Maximum or uh, more than that is 100 years and it will be released. But the spiritual blind is uh, forever. They cannot see the good thing, the right thing, the beautiful, the ugly, and they cannot see God. And if they cannot be queer, he cannot see anything and he cannot see God forever. That is the suffering of the spiritual blind. There's a lot of uh, spiritual blind around the world. And I have learned a story about the spiritual blind. There was a uh, a young man, uh, a pastor, who recalled his history in the past before he became a pastor. When he was young, he, he go with the, his group, young people, and they go for enjoying and go for dancing and drinking in the, in the, in the bar. On the way to the bar, and he saw a homeless sleeping at the side of the street. And they saw his money bag open. There's some money inside. And they took it. And they came to the bar and dancing, drinking, and spent all the money they took. After enjoy themselves and they come back at the same way and he's he found the man was looking for his back money back and the future priest discovered he was blind 
he could not see. And he fumbling his hand around to look for his money back. And he feel pity on him. In the meantime, his friend was joking and making fun of him. Ha, 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 where's your money? And they left. That thing make the future of Greece is heartbreaking. And he feel pity on the blind, homeless man. And because of that, he changed his life and followed Jesus and become a pastor. That's a story for God to open his eyes to see the suffering of people. And there was a lot of story around the world, people with a spiritual life, especially in the communist country. They own blind. They can do anything, whatever they want in order to get the benefit. Some people visit Vietnam and they ate some food and they got intoxication. And the people who make that food doesn't care. They only want to have money. Yeah, they don't care people suffering and people dying or have a disease forever. And they don't care. Those people is a blind, spiritual blind. And even in Canada or in the United States, so many people is blind, cheating, and with the uh, destroy violence around the world. Those things is the spiritual blind. So we have to listen to God, follow God in praying for them, queer them, like a God queer the blind people. We know Jesus, we're not knowing by listening, but we have to do by action. We have to queer people, spiritual blind. That is my sharing for today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Grandpa. Amen. It's one thing to be blind, but it's another thing to be spiritually blind. And uh, you know, praise the Lord that God is inside of us. And, and so we are not blind anymore. And he opens our eyes. And thank God that uh, he's doing a, a great thing in our lives, that we can see God, that we can uh, see the truth. And uh, see through the lies as well. Amen. 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 Um, I just want to share with you something here. Uh, okay, how do I share? Joe, how do you share here? I want to share. Share screen. Uh, okay. Hi, Tony. Hello. Welcome. Hi, Tony. Hello, hello. <laughs> Aliyah's on uh, coming. She's just coming home from church. Okay. Okay, everyone. Hey, 
Oh. Who's that? <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> so this is my my teaching today. This is uh, as you know, this is my wife. Right on. This is my idea for her to strike a pose. Okay. <laughs> so, this picture is very apropos. And so she's doing like a, a statue uh, imitation of, uh, you know, uh, an athlete or something like that. Like, you know, one of those Roman Greek goddess or something. Uh, Israel, one of the churches that we visited. But, um, you know, for the last week, um, I don't know if you know, but I've been working on a lot about consecration and about building up the spirit. And um, I, I want to continue in that same vein to um, build you guys up in the spirit. So what you're seeing here is a mighty woman of God, right? This is the, 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 the new man. This is the new woman, the new tree, right? What you see is a reflection, what's inside of her what God is doing. And so, um, you know, you can, you can uh, put yourself in that same, same picture, okay? Because that's what God is doing in all of us. Amen? Amen. God is building up the new man. And, you know, I, I look around me and I see that, you know, you know, life is full of uh, trials and tribulations, and are going through that. Uh, some of us are, are, are dealing with that right now, right? Um, you know, suffering is a part of of uh, human nature. You know, um, it's not heavenly nature, but it's human nature because we live on this earth. And, um, you know, we live in an imperfect society and uh, we ourselves are imperfect people and we, we face imperfect circumstances in our lives. And um, I just want to share with you uh, how we can build us, ourselves spiritually today um, as well, because, um, you know, so last week we... Um, we talk about we talk about um the old man and the new man right and how we need to strengthen the new man by studying the word of god the Buddhist, and uh and hearing from god the rhema word so my prayer for you today is, is as we open the bible scripture we're going to read the logos the word of god that at the same time that you can hear the Rima word of God speaking to you personally and specifically about a certain issue, about the things that you're dealing with, okay? And, and so, um, and this is going to help you build your confidence, build your faith, so that whatever that you're facing, whatever giants that you're facing, whatever uh, trial difficult for you in this time that you would be well able that you would be well able to take it down um, slay this monster. Amen? Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Um, I, I just want to remind us that even though when we believe in Jesus, okay, when we first believe in Jesus, before I jump into the word, I just want to remind people that in this life, we have only two kinds of masters. We can have, we can choose God to be our master or we can choose sin to be our master. Okay. And so there's no such thing as an escape from both of them. You cannot escape from sin, but you can also not escape from God. And, and so, um, but God gives you a choice to follow him or not. But by default, sin is our master. You know that, right? Can we all agree with that? And so when we became a believer, when we accepted Jesus Christ to be our Lord and Savior, uh, it doesn't mean that, that all our troubles and suffering will go away. You know that? You know, I, I don't want you to be um, so um, disappointed in God that that uh, or disillusion with God because you know what we're gonna go through things in this life and you have to agree that you're gonna have moments of, of, uh, or times where you question God you have crisis of faith asking is there a God you know can there really be a God and there is a God why am I suffering why am I going through this and I feel the weight of that in the heart of the believers today. Yes, bad things do happen to God's people. Okay? Life is not all uh, a rose-colored glasses, as Shakespeare would put it. You know, Life is not all hunky-dory where everything is so good. You know, uh, when you have all your... your, your, your um, you know, ducks line up, you know, things don't always line up for everybody. And, and, and you know, but I want to take you on this journey. And I want you to, I want to be able to help you coming out of this fire, uh, fairy furnace, right? And, um, and I know that God wants to, uh, uh, you know, reach out his hands and take your hand and, and take out of you out of this uh, issue that you're going through. Uh, because suffering, we need to learn how to deal with suffering in a spiritual way. Because if we don't know how to deal with sufferings in our lives, it will lead us to a place where we would question God. And, uh, you know, eventually we would say, is there a God? You know, did I just believe in the fairy tale? Uh, because right now we're entering into this storm. Right, we talk about this storm that is a spiritual storm, where you know dark days are coming, and then the Bible, Jesus talks about it. You know, there's going to be rumors of wars, divisions. Um, you know, the, the sun is going to turn dark and red, like, blood. and so, um, and that's that's happening on a global scale. But, you know, in the personal scale. Uh, level there are things that are affecting your life right now you're going through and you need a word from god so i pray that this 
this this little um, uh, time with you right now will, will help you hear a word from God that it will just take you out. It will give you the faith to move mountains. Amen. Amen. You know, um, so what I mean by by, by serving pastor is, you know, there's no way we can escape the struggle of this world. And when you believe in Jesus, those struggles are still going to be with you. Okay. But God in his word promised that he's going to be with you in those struggles. Okay. He's going to walk with you through the valley of the shadow of death. And that you shall fear no evil. Okay. A lot of Christians today are fearful. A lot of Christians today are struggling you know, with, with um, you know, um, broken relationship. They're struggling with, um, you know, not having enough food in their fridge. They, these are Christians. They're struggling with, uh, with people at work. They're struggling in their marriage, in their children's. They're struggling in their finance and also in their health, right? And ultimately, if you don't deal with, with your situation right now from a, a, a spiritual perspective, then what that's going to do is, is um, it makes your heart sick. You know, it makes you become weary, Okay, you get so weary that you want to give up, give up, especially on God, on the word of God, on his promises. But I want you today to strengthen your faith so that you will hold on. Okay. You know, they, they, there's a word, spiritual fatigue is a real word. You know, we're in this in a long journey. It's, life is Spiritual life is not a split, it's a journey, it's a marathon, right? And Paul says that, that um, you know, I run the race, I fought the good fight, and I finish it, right? And I want you to, be able to finish your race. Each one of us has, has a, um, a journey ahead of us, and I don't want you to be spiritually fatigued. And I want you to be able, at the end of this teaching, I want you to be able to, to look at your circumstances and say, no big deal. God has it under, under control. Okay? Don't sweat the little things. Okay? These little things that, that, that um, hiccups, I, I call them, but they're not hiccups. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want to belittle your issues, but they're, they're, they're roadblocks along the way in our lives, and, and it, it bothers us, and it grieves us, and it steals our, you know, joy, right? But at the end of the day, you're going to look at it, and you're going to laugh. Just like God laughs at, at the people who think they know what they're doing. You know, when, 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 if you want to make God laugh, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Okay. Amen. Amen. So, you know, um, I want you to look at your situation with a different set of eyes, with a new attitude and a different heart. 
because that's what you're going to need to make it through every day. And I know that, you know, each one of us, every day is a struggle. And so I want to encourage you. And um, where I want you to take now is in First Samuel, um, in the book of Samuel, First Samuel chapter 30. <clears throat> Where is Samuel? <laughs> it's in the Old Testament, Lena. Okay. Um, you'll be able to find it. It's um, just right before Second Kings. Um, okay. Um, and, uh, you know, if you see Chronicles. Uh, yeah, okay. Find that. I see Chronicles. If you see Chronicles, turn, uh, turn uh, keep turning. I uh, okay, right. I'm in Samuel. Thank you. Yeah, First Samuel chapter thirty. Okay. And we're gonna read from verse one, verse one. to verse eight. Are you there? If you're there, say amen. 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 Okay. Amen. And Lynn, you're there. Tony, are you there? Amen. Amen. Is it David's victory over the Amalekites? Amalekites. Amalekites. Amen. And we're not talking about kites that fly in the sky. Amalekites. People. Of Israel. Um, hmm. Tony, can you read for us? Hello, Tony. Sorry, I'm driving. I'm Tony. driving right now, so I can't. All right. Um, okay. Well, uh, Dana, would you like to read for us, please? Sure. Uh, so, okay. So, then it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, and the Amalekites... Had made a raid on the Nevig and on the Zaklag and the over and had overthrown Ziklag and the and burnt it with the fire. And they took captive the women and all who sorry, I need glasses, and were all and all were oh my goodness, were in it, both small and great, without killing anyone, and carried them off and went their way. When David and his men came to the city, behold, it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted their voices and were, and were wept until there was no strength in them to weep. Now David's two wives and he had been taken captive, um, Ahinoam and Jezalites, um, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, uh, the Camelite. Moreover, David was greatly distressed because of the people of of uh, stoning him for all the people were 
embittered each one because of this of his sons and his daughters but david's strength david strengthened himself into the lord his god then david said to abrathiat uh, the priest the son of melakai or melak please bring me the ephod ephod so abrath I have troubles with these words, brought the ephod to David. David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue uh, this band? Shall I overtake them? And he said to him, Pursue for you will surely overtake them, and you will surely rescue all. So David went... He and the 600 men who were with him and came to the brook Besor, where those, where those left behind remained. But David pursued he and 400 men to, for 200 who were too exhausted to cross the brook. Go, go, to, seven, uh, verse 17, behind. go to verse 17. Oh, sorry, so go to verse 17? Okay, David slaughtered them from the twilight until the evening of the next day, and not a man of them escaped, except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. Keep going? Yeah, and keep going. Okay. okay, so David recovered all that the Amalekites um, had taken and rescued his two wives, but nothing of theirs was missing, whether small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything, spoil or anything that they had taken for themselves. David brought it all back. Amen. 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 And so, um, just to recap the story. Um, while David and his men went to war, um, a group of Amalekites came into the village, raided the village, kidnapped all the children and women, burned down his village. And then when he came back from battle, they discovered that their village burned and it was empty. And, and people, you know, were crying and you know, they were in distress, the Bible says. And, uh, and they, the people were so angry that they were ready to stone David because David is a leader. Right? And so David says, okay, so what does David do in that situation? David strengthened himself in the Lord, verse and so today I, I want to encourage you with this one verse that, you know, even though you are a Christian, even though you're a believer in Christ, uh, it doesn't mean that bad things is not going to happen in, in your life because bad things will happen. We never know, right? We can never be so, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in La La Land, thinking that, you know, just because we believe in Jesus, that everything is going to be fine. No, it's not going to be fine. Until we, you know, go to heaven, 
until we get to heaven, there's always going to be trials and tribulation. And Jesus said that to his disciples. And Jesus said that for, for you today. It is in this life you will have struggles. In this life you will have trials and tribulation. Amen? Amen. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. So that's the first thing we want to do is be like David. Yeah. Okay. Whenever certain things happen to you and that and it makes your soul in anguish and in distress, when you suffer a loss, uh, when something is stolen from you, of course you feel violated and great loss, right? You know, normal people would self-blame. Okay, like the men of David, they would start blaming David. He's the guy that, that uh, you know, took us into battle. And this is what happened is this is what we were. We battle with David and we come back. All our children and wives are kidnapped or we don't know. They can be killed, right? So they were very upset with David. And so, you know, even when things go wrong in our lives, the first thing we do is start to blame. We find a target. We find someone to blame the blame. And, and so don't, don't be like the men of David, okay? But I want you to be like, the, I want you to be like David. David strengthened himself in the Lord. So what do you do when, when troubles and tragedy comes before you? You go to the Lord, okay? Amen. And in verse... Eight, it says, David inquired of the Lord. That means, you know what? He goes to his prayer closet and he asks God, God, what should I do? How do I handle the circumstances? Go to God because you're going to hear a rhema word. And so God's word, rhema word to David was, go back. Right? And um, surely when David attacked, uh, you know, uh, God gave David his blessing and the battle was won. David, in verse 19, says David recovered all. Yeah. He didn't lose anything. Amen? Amen. So one of the lessons that we want to learn from, from David is to put God, seek God. In your trials. You know, Psalm 16 says, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand and I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart and my glory My flesh also will rest in hope. This is David's... Um, you know, confession, and uh, in Psalm 16, verse 8 to 9. What David is doing, we can learn from that, is for us to always set God before us. Knowing full well that he is in our right hand. And, and if we know that, we will not be moved. Right? And we will glad because, you know, when, when we go through troubles times, our heart is, is not 
happy. We have no peace. Right? But as long as, as, as God is with you, and is, you need to have an awareness. And sometimes you have to consciously put God in your circumstances. Because when God is in the middle of your circumstances, when God is in the middle of the storm and in the middle of your uh, difficulties and challenges, your heart will be glad. You're not going to be in distress. Okay? You know, uh, people, you know, I fix uh, a lot of houses. This is one of my stories. And sometimes, you know, the tenant call me in distress. Right? They say, oh, the furnace is not working. Uh, the electricity is turned off. I have no water. The is running, right? You know, these are the things that, that trouble a lot of people. Um, but, you know, I know that God is, is in my life. And, and, you know, their distress doesn't affect me, right? You know, sometimes when, when, when uh, people in your lives, when they distress, you get distressed, right? But the best way to handle distress is to turn it over to God. Say, God, I turn it over to you, okay? Have you ever faced giants in your life? And then you're in a place where you're, you're in distress, you're overwhelmed. Have you ever been there? You know, uh, when you have news about, you know, certain things, uh, it creates lots of distress, right? But what we need to do is to start practicing putting God in the middle of our city because God has the answer, right? You know, when trouble comes in your life, where is God? We, we, we need to ask God, where are you, right? But by faith, we're going to put him in our circumstances. And we say, you are on my side. Right? In um, John, what did Jesus say? Uh, let me pull it up here. I, wanna, I don't want to miss this one, so I want to say it correctly. John chapter 16, verse 33. In this world, you will have tribulation. But be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. You hear that? Be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. You know, Jesus came sat among us, ate with us, and suffered with us. But you know what? In all the sufferings and trials that he endured, he, he overcame us. And so how that applies to us today is, are we on his side? Are we on the side of the winning team? Are we on the side of the victor? Right? On, are we on, on the side of the champion? Because Jesus is our champion. Okay? The times where we get alarmed, anxious, 
and in distress is when we forget where Jesus is. We forget his word. We forget that he's with us. We forget that he overcame for us. Right? We need to make that conscious declaration that God, you are here with me and I shall not be moved. And whatever happens, I turn it over to you. You handle it. Right? You know, there's, there's a, a word that says, you know, without God, I'm powerless. But with God, me and God, you and God, we can face anything. You believe that? Yeah. See, you know, the, the, the human nature, our human nature is we always want to take things into our own hands, right? We want to change our circumstances on our own. We want to deal with the problem of life on our own. And many times we don't want to involve God because it seems like God is so far away and he doesn't to hear our prayer. But I'm going to tell you, He is always with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us, especially when things are not going well with you. Right? Did God abandon David when he lost his wives and his children? Did, did God abandon the, the, the children of Israel when the village was raided and set on fire? No, God is still there. God is always there for us to come. And we need to be like David when we inquire. Ask of God. God, what should I do? How do I handle the, 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 the crap that I'm facing? How do I get out of this mess? You know, I, I, I ruined my, my family. I ruined my marriage. I ruined my relationship. I ruined my work, you know. I messed up, right? And sometimes a lot of these circumstances that we go through is because of our fault, our own fault. And there are circumstances that we go through that is not our fault. It's not your fault that, you know, you got sick. In some way, right? Or, you know, uh, have a condition. It's not your fault that somebody treated you badly. But regardless, when you go through those situations, God is there. And God is just waiting for you and say, you know, just to say, God, what should I do? Be like David. You know, the, the, the effort is like a garment. That, that uh, the, the priests in the days of David, uh, they wear these things. It's an ephod. Ephod is like a, a robe of righteousness. It's a garment of praise. So you know what? When you go into hard times, start worshiping God. Draw near to God. There's nothing that you can't handle because God is with you, right? Say with me, there's nothing that I can't handle. There's nothing I can't handle. That's right. There's nothing that you can't handle because God is with you. 
He is your helper. And he is your comforter. You have the Holy Spirit with you, right? So we will not be moved to fear. And you look at the world today. They don't because they don't have God, they don't have the word of God. They can't hear the Raymond word of God. All they hear is bad news. Right? What do they do? They start complaining. They start protesting. They start blaming. Okay? So if you find yourself doing that, stop it. Don't blame me. Okay? But go to God and say, God, I have an issue. I know that you and that you will walk with me through the valley of the shadow of death. This is how you win your battle. Right? Amen. Is to go to God. Stand with God. Stand with the victory. The one who, who won the victory for us. And that's Jesus. Be rooted and be grounded in love right so you're not going to be running away from your situation you're going to confront your situation and you're going to tackle it okay you're not going to be afraid of COVID. you're not going to be afraid of cancer or you know any tragedy you're not going to be afraid of that you're not going to be afraid of, of uh, you know, uh, being convicted or you're not going to be afraid of, of uh, you know, not having enough food in the house. God will provide. He is your deliverer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And so this is what I want you to encourage you today because you need to learn to fight these battles. You know, David... You guys know the story of David and, and Goliath, right? You know, really. he was able to slay a giant. In the eyes of people, yeah. it looks like David slay a giant. Like, how cool is that? How amazing is that? What most people don't realize is that David was trained as a shepherd boy. You know, and, and, and no, I don't know if anyone trained David, but he learned as a young shepherd boy to face the wolves, right? And to face the bears. So David learned how to fight when he was tending the sheep in the, in the field. And, and he was able to destroy the, these animals that come to heal, kill, and destroy. And because David was able to win the small battles, it prepared him for the big battle. God is preparing you for you to face your big battle. We have big battles ahead. Okay? But there's nothing that to be afraid of. Because God will strengthen you. Amen. Amen. You know, it's okay to say to God, God, I'm weak. You know, God, I have this issue in my life that I'm struggling with. And I pray to you over and over and over, and it's, this issue is still there. Have you ever been in that circumstances? Anybody been there? Yeah. yeah. So what do you do? 
right? You give up on God, like, you know, a lot of times we get spiritually fatigued, we get tired. But don't get tired, okay? Get re-energized. the word of God, worship. In uh, 2 Corinthians, um, you know, the Apostle Paul also had to wrestle with an issue. Um, where does it say? Give me a second here. I'll find it. Mm. Give me a second. Where is it? What is it about? Paul had a thorn in his sides. Oh, okay. Okay. And um, he prayed to God. You know, a thorn is, um, I, I don't know. I think Paul may have shingles. May have struggled with sing shingles in his life. And, um, but in any case, he called it a thorn in his side. We don't know. I'm just speculating. Second Corinthians 12. 2 Corinthians 12. Let's go there. That would be a pain, though. <laughs> yeah, Second Corinthians 12, verse. Okay. Verse 7. We, I'll read it for you, okay? Lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, a thorn in the flesh was given to me a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Hallelujah. You know, Paul had an issue, and I believe that is a health issue. And he came, he went to God times. How many times have you gone to God with your health issue? Lots, right? Yeah. But God answered Paul because Paul was God, God, why can't you take this away from him? Right? You know, there's their prayer that God don't answer you in a way that you want. And I want you to be prepared for that. Okay. There are certain things that God doesn't uh, prayers that God doesn't answer in the way that we want. But God is saying to Paul, My sufficient, my strength is made perfect yes so what what is what is god trying to say to us today is grace is working in your life you will find a way god is saying it's going to work out it's going to be okay not maybe not in the way that 
God is in control. He's got this. Because in your weakness, God will make you strong. Amen? Amen. You know, go to God. Put God always beside you, in front of you, in your situation. And God will speak to you, arrange a word to you. Once you learn how to do it, whatever that you face in life, it's going to be no sweat. Okay? Because God is, is with you. No fear. No fear. No more anxiety. No more distress. Hallelujah. That's all I want to share with you today. Um, does anybody have any questions? Anybody have questions? Do you feel like your uh, inner man strengthened today? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, you know, we, we not immune to this life, and this life it has so many um, twists and turns. Um, you know, we heard of a um, a friend. Um, his son-in-law died of a drug overdose uh, a year ago. You know what? This son-in-law, he's in his thirties, and his wife died a year before that. And you know what? Right? His son was only two years old. And you know, I, I, I think like this couple, um, you know, uh, this, this, um, the mother and father-in-law, and I'm like, how do you go through this? Your son-in-law died, left a child without a mother and father. Both parents died because of drug overdose, right? And, and, and I'm going to tell you, this couple that we know, the mother and father-in-law, they have tragedies, lots of tragedies. And um, came by and visited us yesterday, and, and, and you know, it's, 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 it's very hard, right? But you know what? They are believers. We are godly people, and uh, they just give it to God. You know, we ask them, you know, how do you make through this, this, these times of difficulties? It's God, they say. You know, the only thing we have is God in our life. Sometimes the word of a friend is helpful. The word of God. That's when a, what that's what's going to strengthen you. Amen. Amen. I want you to be prepared. I want you to be, I want you to have the, the right mindset right now, starting today, going forward. You know, it's not going to be a rosy life, but I want you to be strengthened, rooted in the word of God. Amen. So you do not be, um, you know, do not be taken away by fear and doubts about God, right? God will see you through this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you and uh, I'll release you today.
And um, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for your word, Lord. It's a heavy word, uh, but it's, I know that it's a word that you want to prepare for us, Lord, for battles. You know, it's, it's, um, it's a word that doesn't tickle the ears. But we appreciate your honesty, Father God. And we just know that it doesn't matter what we face today. Great or small, Lord, come with us. And that's what matters, Lord. At the end of the day, you are with us. And I, we thank you for your promises that you are with us. You never leave us nor forsake us. And though trials may come, the, the arrows fly by day. We just thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness in our lives, Father God. And thank you, Lord, that you'll make a way for us to escape the snares of the evil one. And that you'll make a way where there is no way. And Father God, we just give ourselves into your hand right now. We commit our hands. We commit our spirit into your hands, Father God. Father God, we cease fighting in the flesh anymore. No more will we be fighting in the flesh. But Father God, we will fight with prayers. We will fight with worship, Lord. We will fight with your word, Lord. And that we know that, Lord, that you will be there for us and you will fight with us, Lord. We are not alone. You alone will deliver us from the snares of the fowler. So, Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for your grace upon our life. Grace working in our hearts, working in our circumstances, fighting on our behalf. God, we won because you won the war, Father God. You are victorious. We are no more longer, longer tossed to and fro, Father God. We are no longer downtrodden and cast down, Father God. Lord, you are the lifter of our head. We shall hold our head high. We shall not be ashamed, Father God. Uh, thank you, Lord, that your banner over us is love, Father God. Your banner over us is your victory over death, sin and death, Father God. So, Father God, we, we speak to our mountains today. We have a new attitude today, Father God, that, that we can conquer anything, Father God, because you are with us. We are more than conquered through Christ who strengthened us. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for Grandma and Grandpa and, and um, Dana and Tom. Tony and uh, all the kids, Father God, Lord, that they are strengthened by this message, that you equip them, Father God, with the spiritual armor, that the enemy will not come and try to steal them away from you, Father God. So I pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Go in the might of God. Amen. 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 Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Bye, Grandpa. Bye, Grandma. Thank you, Joe. Bye, Bye, bye now, guys. Thank you. Bye, kids. Juliana. Bye, Tony. Bye, Tony.
Bye. Have a nice day. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye, -bye.